schools. The unions basically told her what she could do with it. Uh, I said at the time, if she was in Wisconsin instead of Illinois, her schools would have been open last fall when she wanted to, just like the Catholic and the other faith-based schools were open last year completely successfully. And that's what's at stake here. Anyone who's watched this knows, even the CDC under Biden has acknowledged that students and staff are safe to go back. It's the union bosses that have blocked them from doing it. And my response was simple. You're not an essential worker if you can't show up when it's essential. And I think most teachers, not most union bosses, most teachers actually did and still do want to go up to school because they're sick and tired of Zoom. They want to be in the classroom with their kids. Can you explain that? Can you explain why why is there such a gulf or at least perceived gulf between the way the teachers feel and what they want and what these union representatives are demanding and get? Well, because the unions are set up, particularly public uh, sector unions, in the private sector, it's a little bit different because they actually, particularly in states like mine, where you have a right to choose public or private. So the private sector ones actually have to offer something of value, trending or otherwise. But typically in the public sector, it's why even Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I got fact checked, political fact on this, but it's 100 percent right. FDR opposed public sector unions, which will be a shock even to some of your listeners, uh, be- because you know his view was who you're protecting yourself from yourself, the public. Uh, is the government. And and so, but with the power that unions have, the union bosses, particularly in the government arena, is it's concentrating and protecting the weakest link. So the people who want to be a part of the union, overwhelmingly the people who don't want you to ever make a reasonable concession, who don't want to have anything based on merit, uh, who don't want to give up any benefits or, or anything else. It's the, you know, the great teachers uh, the great public employees, the good public servants that were willing to make concessions. I give you an example, not with a teacher, but years before I was governor, when I was the county executive, Democrats controlled everything in the state government. Recession, they had to cut because they didn't have enough tax revenue. They cut money to local government, schools, counties, cities. I'm the county executive. It's the middle of the year. Uh, the budget's already been set. So I offer to do 35-hour work weeks. Uh, for four weeks spread out, one a month for four months. And I include myself. I said, I'll, I'll take the pay reduction for 35 a work week. I've been offered to do it at the, at the end of the week on a Friday afternoon for any non-essential workers. They could go home, at least get a longer weekend out of it. But that would be my way to avoid layoffs. Seemed like a pretty rational, reasonable discussion. The unions basically told me, to take a long walk off a short pier. They actually said mm-hmm. much worse than that. Uh, <laughs> but And I remember people coming to me crying uh, with new workers, you know, typically young uh, parents who'd say, what am I going to do being laid off? And their, their coworkers would say, I'd gladly do a 35-hour work week. Why can't we do it? And I'd say, go talk to your union steward. 